Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. Today's episode is sponsored by my newest book, Extra Easy Keto, Seven Days to Ketogenic Weight Loss on a Low-Carb Diet, published by St. Martin's Press and Macmillan Audio. If you're kickstarting or restarting the keto diet, or maybe you just need a kick in the pants, well, Extra Easy Keto is perfect for you. I'll teach you how to make the keto diet easier, doable, and fun in just seven days' time. Order your copy or download the audiobook of Extra Easy Keto by Stephanie Laska today. We're talking today about what soup ingredients are keto-friendly. What soup ingredients are keto-friendly? And I think it's kind of hilarious that you're all here because I was worried, like, are people really going to care about soup ingredients and if they're keto-friendly or not? And I'm so happy that you're all here because it is a big deal. I love soup. I think it's super filling. It's um, economical. It's tasty. And there's so many great things you can do with it. And, you know, learning the ins and outs about soup, learning what ingredients are keto-friendly, it enables you to put together a quick, uh, you know, low-carb meal that can stretch your bottom dollar as well as fill up your tummy. And it tastes great. So today I'm going to show you some examples and explain how to easily, easily combine keto-friendly soup ingredients to create that delicious homemade meal. You excited? Yeah. If you like the topic, give me a thumbs up. I used to always show this. You know, if this is a good topic, please give me a thumbs up. Doesn't it look just like Facebook? It's on a little stick. So I appreciate that. And it really helps too. The algorithm, things pop up on Facebook when it has more likes. So that shows your uh, support for the channel, for our video. So thank you. Um, and so today in our video, I'm going to share five specific tips five specific tips and strategies on how you can incorporate more keto-friendly soup ingredients into your weight loss journey. So that's why I'm here today. And I want you to stay to the whole video. There's only five tips, so you can do it. I'll try to talk fast, but at the very end, I'm even going to spin the wheel for a prize. And you guys know I have it hidden back here. Can you hear it? <laughs> I'm going to save it for the end, like a little drama. Make it a little bit more exciting that so let's move on to step one. So step one, you can might maybe see over here to my left. Can you see it over here? If you're watching on the video, if you're listening, I'll describe it because not everybody wants to watch. They might be walking around the house doing stuff while they're listening. That's good. Um, but step one, um, I want you to get out one pot. Okay, let's stick to the basics. I think this is the best way to approach soup. Either you're going to do one giant soup pot over the stove or you're going to do an Instapot like I have here. But try not to have 58 projects going at once because that makes making soup horrible and miserable and sad. And then you're like, I don't ever want to cook again. Right? <laughs> so my first tip is to just skip the craziness and try to just cook with one pot. Challenge yourself, make it a game. Now, when I'm using my Instapot, there might be a button on here that you hadn't thought of. And I'm going to turn mine on to saute. Ooh, let's see, is it working? Oh, it's all confused because I'm plugged saute. So go ahead and press that button on your um, Instant Pot or pressure cooker and get to know the saute feature. 
What I love about it, again, is we're gonna make our cooking with one pot. That's gonna reduce uh, the amount of cleanup. It makes it simplistic in our brain. We feel like we can handle it. Look at that, it's cooperating. Ding, ding, little fun noises. And I think it makes the whole soup process a lot more fun and easy when it's just one pot. So here we go. When you get your one pot of your choice out, I want you to open up your fridge, don't be shy, and see what's in there in terms of low carb vegetables. Now, what do you have? Dig around in there, don't be shy, put it in the comments. <laughs> I'm gonna show you what was in my fridge. Now, some of these aren't pretty and that's okay. I found the celery that was semi, semi hard, not firm. <laughs> but it is uh, still got some life to it. So I took a little bit of the celery and I started to cut that up because that is a wonderful way to start our soup. That's a keto friendly, like root vegetable. It's kind of hearty. Another item I found, and I'm gonna show you my cut up. Here's my little bag of uh, diced up celery while this is heating. Um, another item I found in my fridge was some shredded carrots. This one might surprise you because you're like, oh, carrots. Who has carrots on the keto diet? Stephanie, those are a higher carb uh, vegetable. I know, I'm so crazy. Wild and crazy. Um, but here's the thing. When they're shredded, you don't have to use much and you still get that flavor, that punch, a little bit of the sweetness. Mm -hmm. So don't be shy about incorporating a little carrot. Carrots are good for you. I'm not gonna use like a million carrots because for me that would put me over my daily carb limit, but I'm certainly gonna sprinkle or saute some of these shredded carrots because a little carrot goes a long way. So that's gonna be one of the items I use. Also, what else did you guys find in your fridge? Don't be shy, tell me. I found some, oh, so many fun things. I found some onion. Some of my onions were super sad looking. Now I found white onion, red or purple onion. I had some green onion. Now, which one is the lowest in carbs? Do you know? Between white, red or purple, I call them the same thing, or green. Do you know the answer? You might win a prize. You might at least get a gold star if you know. Put it in the comments and then don't let me forget because I'll tell you the answer in a second. Um, also, it doesn't matter if they are half alive or half not, but just go ahead and keep looking. See what else you can come up with. I also found some jalapeno that had already been cleaned and deveined by my husband. I think he's hoping I will make him jalapeno poppers. Can you tell he's got them all prepped? So I stole a couple of these and chopped that up. In addition to finding just random stuff in my fridge. Um, here we go with my diced up jalapeno. That's, I just told you I stole. I took one of my onions and diced that up. Had that ready to go. And one more thing. Here are some leftover veggies from a fajita that I had already made this week. Now, this is from like a chicken fajita mix. These are already cooked. The other ones are not. Do you have that situation going on? So what we're gonna do is just add a little oil to our instant pot or our pan, our big giant soup pot. That's what you're cooking with, that's fine. I gotta find my oil. Hopefully it didn't fall over, here it goes. I'm gonna do a nice heavy pour of oil because I'm not shy about oil. Oil's good for you. Fat is your friend. We're gonna come back to that. So there's my oil, my instant pot's hot and dangerous. And did anyone get the answer correct about the, the onions? How many net carbs are in uh, red or white or green? Which one has the lowest? 
Who got it right? I'm gonna tell you the answer. The answer is green onion. Anyone get it right? Gold star to you. Very good. Now I'm not shy about using all the different types of onion, but all things being equal, I'm probably gonna use the one that has the least amount of carbs. So in this situation, that would be the green onion. I'll throw some of that in. But again, I'm not afraid of the higher carb items like carrots or white or purple onion. So I might throw in a little bit just for added flavor and zing. So now that my oil is heating up, I'm gonna start adding some of these vegetables that I told you I found and cut up. Um, additionally, I found some bell pepper. So we have bell pepper, green bell pepper, which is the least in net carbs compared to the um, yellow and the red and the orange. And I'm gonna start adding some of these goodies in here. Oh, can you hear that? Are you listening? Right, sizzling, smells delicious. So I added a little bit of my red, um, oh, let me add the red or purple onion. I told you I'm not afraid of that. I'm gonna add in my green chopped onion. I'm gonna add in my bell pepper. I'm gonna add in a little bit of carrot. You hear it sizzling? A little carrot for color. You could add whatever you want. Whatever you got laying around in your fridge. All these low carb vegetables, bring them back to life. They don't have to be fabulous and fresh, farmer's fresh. Um, keep in mind that your root vegetables, like if you have uh, turnips, if you have squash, if you have celery, if you have some of these radishes, like the harder vegetables to cook, they're gonna probably need some more time. So get those in there first. I'm on camera in my office, so things are a little willy-nilly. So forgive me. And jalapeno, did we say that one yet? Now you can hear everything sizzling. Easy peasy, we're doing this in one pot. So the Instant Pot, or if you're doing it in your giant soup pot, either way. Simple, fabulous. Now I shared this tip about resuscitating old, you know, very tired, limpy vegetables when I was being interviewed in my early days of uh, talking about Dirty Lazy Keto and Extra Easy Keto. And I was actually in an interview with US News and World Report. I know, right? I felt very important. And they uh, shared a recipe from one of my cookbooks and talked about Dirty Lazy Keto. And they shared my name and links. I'm like, that is so cool. And I don't think I tell you guys often enough about all the media outlets that do feature and do interviews with, um, with our lifestyle because it's becoming more and more mainstream. It's not something we have to feel embarrassed about. Um, I think in the beginning, people were like, oh, dirty keto. Like one time I did an interview with uh, Playboy magazine, the online version, no pictures. But they wanted quotes. They were like curious about dirty keto. They were curious about how this lifestyle can help people lose weight when they're still having Diet Coke or drinking a beer or having like sugar-free chocolate or, you know, cutting corners. They were really curious about that. And there's this whole myth, you know, and it's not just U.S. News and World Report. You know, I did this with Fox News, The Today Show, New York Post. I talked about Playboy. So many different media outlets I've talked to and they're always like, Oh, dirty keto means you guys just eat fast food and like low quality meats. And I'm like, what? Who is telling you this crap? And I always feel the need to just jump all over them and say, I don't think so, buddy. Like, 
You know, I want to get out my like I want to do a gong. I couldn't be more emphatic when I say to them, uh, no, we have the option to have a fast food burger. We have the option to cut corners. We like to take shortcuts, but we don't have to. We can be strict. We can not be into like artificial ingredients and still be dirty, lazy keto, still be the extra easy keto shortcut lifestyle because we have the option and we're open-minded. We're not all judgy. You know, we're not all like highfalutin, high stress, trying to be perfect all the time. And that makes it more likely that you're going to be successful. That's the key. It's that mindset of being open to flexibility with ingredients, being open in terms of you're out late and you're shopping and you need something to eat. Should you freak out and have to come home and make a organic grass fed, you know, butter from the, the monks type of, um, you know, purely all the ratios calculated ketogenic meal with the farmer's market ingredients, or in those situations, might you be open to just hitting a drive-thru and eating a burger and throwing the bun in the trash? It's that kind of flexibility and open-minded and being willing to do what it takes to stay on track. These are the people that are successful, right? Is that you? Mm-hmm. Do you agree with me? Say amen. Say yes, I do. Thumbs up. Yes, you do agree. Put it in the comments because I think it's important that we all get on the same page with that. So, okay, so here we go with our lazy cooking at its finest. We're sauteing our very sad, pathetic old vegetables from our, whoo, one of these just jumped out at me. You're, you know, you're doing that business. Everything's going good. And lazy is good. We're all on board with the laziness. We like the lazy cooking method. And did I tell you about this real quick before I move on to step two? I know you're going to like this. I better um, stop this for a second because I might lose track. But uh, additional lazy cooking tip. You know how we're doing the uh, Instant Pot one cook method here? I heard about this. It's a Tupperware type lid thing that I bought separately on Amazon and it fits on my Instant Pot. So I can make my soup when I'm done cooking whatever leftovers. I can just put this handy dandy top on. It's Rubbermaid. It fits. It's, who is it made by? Somebody else, not Rubbermaid, but it fits exactly my size Instant Pot and I can put it right in the fridge the next day. Boom put it back in the pot and heat it up. Genius. I love lazy cooking methods. So score for that. Okay. So that was, uh, we have five things we're going to go through, right? Five little soup strategies about ingredients. And I'm going to move on to number two. So I was talking uh, briefly here and there about, I've talked about extra easy keto off and on, right? Because I think it's important that we're all taking these shortcuts making sure we're on the same page about being open-minded and flexible about taking, you know, little side steps when we need to, because that's going to help us stay on track. Now in extra easy keto in this book, I hope that you got your copy on order, right? Um, here is one of my favorite tips because I share all sorts of shortcuts, shortcut strategies, just like we're talking about here throughout the book. And I have lists and ideas and meals, but this is my all-time favorite one. I feel like I need a drum roll. Here it is. Somebody give me a drum roll. Here it is. It needs like a horn. It's so exciting. Like a trumpet. <laughs> like a trumpet. Here it comes. My all-time favorite hack to make my whole life simple and easy. Dun, 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 dun. Like the heavens part and the spotlight comes out. Can you see it okay? What is it? Can you get? Can you see? This is a rotisserie chicken that's already been made at the grocery store. 
Now, I am telling you the truth. I have one of these about once a week in my household, whether I'm eating it directly off the package, the bone, like an easy meal where I'm just having a bagged salad and a rotisserie chicken, or I'm going covert and taking this as a shortcut to add to something else like green enchiladas or chicken pollo soup that I'm making over here in the corner. But I feel like taking shortcuts like this is essential to staying on track. Um, Costco is amazing. I think a chicken hasn't changed price in like 30 years or whatever. I say specifically the dates in the in a Extra Easy Keto because it blows my mind. I mean, the hot dogs and the rotisserie chickens, it's crazy. You can't even buy a raw chicken for the price that you could buy it at Costco. So yes, it may not be the most perfect chicken. I'm sure there's problems. I've seen people on chefs online complaining about it. But I'm like, seriously? I didn't have to cook it. I didn't have to clean it. It's a win for me. I'm going to put up with whatever shortcuts this little rotisserie chicken has. Now, it's not just rotisserie chicken. There's all sorts of pre-washed, pre-prepped shortcuts that you can take to make your meal planning, your keto-friendly soups much easier in life. Here's one that I cannot say enough about. Pre-washed, pre-cut vegetables. Now, again, all these kinds of ideas I share in Extra Easy Keto. There's a lot of cheat sheets, food lists, suggestions on how to make your life easier. Because I want to try to make keto, but up extra easy. <laughs> That's the whole point of the book. Extra, extra, extra easy. That way you have no excuses. Now it's not for, if you're advanced and you're like, I, I know everything. I've lost all my weight and I don't need any reminders or help. Well then forget you. Why are you should be hosting a channel and I'm going to come watch you. But if you're like the rest of us and you need some little reminders, some new practical tips, some suggestions to keep you in line, um, just that back to basics conversation. You know where people are like, you know, if you're gaining a pound or two, try this. You need that no nonsense advice. Amen to that. Yeah, I think we all need that. So that's what that book is all about. It's all sorts of shortcuts, cheat sheets, reminders, suggestions, food lists, ways to get you focused and stay on track. Um, I love pre-washed, pre-prepped vegetables. Um, whenever I buy any kind of vegetable at the store, my eye immediately goes to the fine print. Pre-washed, ready to enjoy. I'm like, hallelujah. If it says I have to wash it, mm -mm, no thank you. I mean, I might still wash it again if I'm feeling kind of OCD that day. But for the most part, I'm going to celebrate this and just throw it right in my soup or whatever it is I'm making. Now... That's not the only pre-prepped, pre-washed, pre-fabulous ingredient that you can put in. We talked about rotisserie chicken. I told you I have a whole list of those in the book. But there's other things as well that are pre-prepped, pre-easy, pre-everything, pre-fabulous. You know, things like choy chorizo, for example. I love choy chorizo. It's really flavorful. And especially when you make soups or chilies, um, just cut this up. It's already pre-cooked. Just toss it right in and then instantly you've got flavor, you've got fat, you've got protein, and it's very inexpensive. I actually buy these at the dollar store or Dollar Tree, which is super embarrassing, but whatever. I think it's great and it kind of disappears in the soup. Another item that I'm never without in my house, and this is also in the book, in my big list, my cheat sheet list in Extra Easy Keto, is I talk about the importance of having frozen prepped vegetables on hand, canned, frozen. That all goes in line with cutting corners, keeping the lifestyle extra easy, not trying to be all perfect all the time. You can still lose weight by having like pre 
riced pre whatevered cauliflower and other types of, um, you know, already prepped ingredients. So are you out there like buying a fresh cauliflower, washing it, dicing it, shredding it by hand, making sure you buy the organic, no pesticides. You know, it's like this $8 head of cauliflower. By the time you're done with all that, you're exhausted. I would rather get my soup going, you know, take a Ziploc from leftover from my lunch of broccoli, just dump it right in my, you know, dump it right in. I don't have to wash it. I don't think about it, right? I'm sauteing that. I'm taking my leftovers, fajita, whatever, you know, bell pepper mix. I'm adding that to my, my soup. Simple, easy peasy. Maybe I'll turn it back on now that I'm talking and adding. And then probably right at the end of making my soup, right when I'm getting ready to eat it, like pretty close to wanting to eat it, I'm gonna add my frozen rice cauliflower. And the reason why, it's talking, is I don't want it to get too mushy. I want it to kind of have that effect like it's rice, like chicken rice noodle soup or chicken rice, chicken rice soup. Remember that from our childhood, like the Campbell's? For me, when I add it in there and it's kind of, I can still taste the, the shapes of the rice cauliflower, I like that texture and it adds a little more variety to my to my soup. So I don't add that till closer to the end. That's just me, but you can do you. Um, you can also do the frozen cauliflower florets or any kind of frozen low carb vegetable. That really adds a lot of um, oomph and fiber and gives your soup more substance. Now, if you love all these kind of strategies that we're talking about to like kickstart ketosis, um, I will link up a vid video next that's just entirely focused on how to kickstart ketosis and how to get you on track with that kick in the pants. So that'll be the next up video. You may have seen that one before, but I'm going to link it up again in case you want to watch it over again. Okay. So I spent a little bit too much time on that last step and we have five. So I have number three, let's move on. So what soup ingredients are keto friendly? Well, we have to talk about our liquid now, don't we? The liquids, because otherwise you just have a dry soup. That's no fun. Um, what I really enjoy, again, another shortcut, is buying my chicken stock, my beef broth, my vegetable broth. I like to buy it already made. Now, I realize you can make it yourself. You can boil, right? Like my rotisserie chicken carcass, you can boil that in water and make your bone broth. You can buy the organic bone broth. And if you want to do that, that's awesome. And you'll probably get better nutrition out of that. Now, I will do that once in a while, but today I'm in a very big hurry. I'm busy. I'm working. I'm doing podcasts. I got kids. I got husbands. I got food to put on the table. So I'm not messing around with too many ingredients or pots. Instead, I'm focusing on this one pot lazy method and I'm going to do this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just opening it and now it's ready to go. And this is a quite a value at Costco. Again, I love Costco. But any restaurant or any supermarket, no matter where you live around the world, you can access chicken broth, right? I'm going to pour some in. After your vegetables are sauteed and soft, that's when you want to add your, your broth, broth of choice. So it can be, again, bouillon with water, homemade bone broth, natural and organic, whatever tickles your fancy. And if you have a tip to share, please share it because I want to make my life easy and so do you. So if you've got something, some idea out there, please tell us. In addition to the, the bouillon cubes, the bouillon cube method, if you're not familiar with that, it's called hot water and a cube. 
<laughs> Love it. Um, this will add flavor to your to your soup. It'll add substance. It'll stretch it out. And I always want to add some water as well. That's all keto friendly. Additionally, you might find, depending on what kind of uh, themed soup you're going for, you might find that using a liquid sauce starter could give you some of the flavor that you want. And you could just simply add water if you're not doing the, the beef or the vegetarian broth. For example, and again, I have all these lists of ideas in Extra Easy Keto. So if you're not taking notes, just you can whip out that book and it'll all be there. Um, but if I'm making like a Mexican themed soup, I might add a can of red enchilada sauce or green enchilada sauce, depending on what kind of vibe you're going for. Again, you don't have to, you don't have to do the whole can. You can do a little, count the carbs, add it to your soup. But these are pretty low carb type items. Um, if you're doing like a tomato type broth or a, maybe a minestrone, like an Italian type flavored, you might want to consider adding like Hunt's tomato sauce. Now keep in mind, you're gonna have to read the label to get the lowest carb available. All brands are different. Always look at the can of what you're using in your own kitchen or in the grocery store to get the, the lowest bang for your buck. But I'm not shy and I love to use canned items to add flavor. It just takes one of the steps out and then it's like already flavored and it's already fabulous. And then I don't have to mess around with a bunch of spices. It's a shortcut. Now, if you wanna use your spices, fresh herbs, absolutely do it. I like to just go through whatever's in my kitchen and my drawers and just get it out. It might be a little sad looking like we talked about. I don't really care. I'm gonna dice it up, throw it in the soup. It's gonna be very tasty. Now, why am I so confident that my soup is gonna be good with all these tired and sad ingredients? There's one thing we haven't talked about. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. I'm gonna do a bell, or a different bell. Oh yeah, here it comes, here it comes. This is the most exciting part, I think, about Dirty Lazy Keto. And this is where we are going to introduce some flavor and some fun. And what is that called? What is step number four? What keto-friendly ingredient do we need to add to make our soup taste delicious? Can you guess? Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. How are we gonna make our soup taste delicious with flavor and fun? There's one very important thing that we haven't talked about yet. And that is fat, fat, fat. Fat, 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 fat. Fat is your friend. Do not be afraid of fat. Fat is delicious and nutritious. It's going to add flavor. It's going to have fun and it's going to make everything fabulous. Don't you worry. Now, without fat, without fat, your soup will taste like punishment. Now I have a paddle here. I'm going to say that again. Without fat. If you try to get all Weight Watchers on me and low carb or low calorie, we've all done that in the past, right? Where they said, eat vegetable soup all day and starve to death. No, thank you. If you are not adding um, fat to your soup, it's not gonna taste very good. It'll be bland and it won't be satisfying. And that to me is punishment. So no punishment. We are having fun and flavor today. Got it? That's important to, to understand. And we mentioned earlier, or I mentioned, not like we, there's no crew. <laughs> but one thing we talked about a few minutes ago was olive oil, right? Do you have to use olive oil? No, you don't. You can use any oil of your choice. Now I see here that some of you are like, well, what about X? What about Y? What about LMNOP? Yes, 
You can use all the different types of oils or fats that you're comfortable with. Whatever you want. I'm going to hold up a couple of examples here just so that you feel like there's more to the story than just the olive oil. I will show you cheddar cheese. Cheddar cheese can be your best friend when you're making soup. Cheese makes everything delicious and outstanding. My children will eat anything if it's topped with cheddar cheese. My husband will eat anything, any kind of soup, as long as I've added some kind of heavy whipping cream because it makes it taste good. It's like silky and smooth in your mouth. It adds that rich texture that makes it so yummy. Now, what else could you do? What about the meats in and of itself? Like if you're sauteing sausage to add to your soup or minestrone or stew, if you're adding fried hamburger or steak, whatever kind of meat or protein you're adding, keep the oil in the pan and add it to your soup, to your instant pot. You could be cooking this first, right? Before you saute your vegetables to keep in with the one pan theme, but be sure to keep all the flavor, all the cracklings, all that oil from whatever meat you're cooking. Additionally, you might find bacon as a topping. Okay, that could be an idea to add more fat and flavor to your keto-friendly soups. And a couple more here, I'm reaching deep. Um, how about avocado? Especially when you're doing a Mexican type themed dish or keto-friendly soup, slicing up avocado for the top and or cheese. Delicious and nutritious. Get your fiber in as well. And just to give you a couple more ideas of recipes, people always ask me, well, what's, in a, what's a good example of, you know, adding, you know, fats to your soup? I'll share with you in the Dirty Lazy Keto No Time to Cook cookbook. I want to share with you one of my family's favorite tried and true recipes. These are all from my family, but one of my kids' all-time favorite, which is always a crowd, crowd pleaser, is on page 83. And it's the no-bake potato soup. My family loved previously when I was a higher carb person when I made potato soup. But now I use different types of low-carb vegetables and add a lot of deliciousness by using fat. Fat is fabulous. And I'm able to make a potato soup that does not contain potatoes. Now there's some secret ingredients in here, you guys. This is on page, if you have your copy, of the Dirty Keto No Time to Cook cookbook, check out page 83. And the secret ingredients, don't turn your nose up just yet anyway, are going to be chopped radishes. <gasps> radishes. And frozen cauliflower pieces. <gasps> I know, are you surprised? Your family will never know the difference, I promise you. And one of the things you're gonna do to cover up or change that flavor and make it delicious and palatable is adding the cheddar cheese, adding bacon bits, and also adding cream cheese. Now, I'll show up my cream cheese right here. This will be one of my other fats to share. And I want to just warn you or give you a little pro tip. Whenever you're cooking um, keto-friendly soup and you're making, making your fat uh, choice be a cream cheese, make sure that you lower the temperature before you add it. Otherwise, you might end up with some curdling. So when you go to add your cream cheese, lower the temperature and then add your like fat, like cream cheese. Also with heavy whipping cream, that can be the case occasionally. So lower the temperature when you add these and add it real slowly, like break it up into little pieces. And that should help. Fun, right? Um, I did have one more recipe I wanted to share. And this was a good example of liquids. 
I kind of scanned past this earlier. We were talking about liquids and how those can help with the flavor. There's another great soup recipe that my family loves, loves, loves. They love them all, but this is, you know, these are like Hall of Famers. And this one's in the Dirty Lazy Keto 5 Ingredient Cookbook. And it's on page 72. You may have skipped it because there was no picture. It's page 72 and it's called the Super Duper Chicken Soup. Okay, Super Duper Chicken Soup. And one of the reasons I like to call this one out for what we're talking about here is that it calls for a 10 ounce can of diced tomatoes and green chilies undrained. <gasps> so that adds quite a bit of flavor and drama and appeal to this easy to make soup. Super Duper Chicken Soup. It's on page 72 of the Dear Lazy Keto 5 Ingredient Cookbook. So that's fun. I know, right? Because you have these and you're like, well, what should I make tonight? And it's good to have a little suggestion because you're like, what is going on in this pot over here? You saw I had all these vegetables. You saw I had my rotisserie chicken and you're wondering what next. So what do you like better? Do you like the creamy sauce or do you like the broth type sauce? I'm curious. Everyone has their own favorite, right? And you can do it any way you like. I do want to give you another professional tip since we're talking about all these wonderful, easy ways to make delicious keto-friendly soups. And that is about thickening your sauce. And this is tip number five. Tip number five. I know it went by fast, didn't it? All these keto-friendly um, ingredient tips and suggestions to make your soup delicious. Um, what I recommend, if you want to thicken your sauce, like a cream of broccoli, for example, or like a chowder, like a New England clam chowder, you've got that broth and you wanna make it a creamier, thicker sauce. Here's the secret. It's right here in this mystery, this mystery jar <laughs> that I have labeled with very official black marker. <laughs> I don't have the package because I decanted it a while ago. And this is called xanthan gum. Have you ever tried xanthan gum? Anyone? It's used by professional bakers. So you might see it on the packages of some of the products that you might buy in the grocery store. And it's kind of an oddball ingredient for sure. But once you buy it, you'll just use a pinch every now and then. It's good to have in your low carb, keto friendly closet. Okay. So it's xanthan gum. What you want to do is take a little bit of your soup liquid from your soup, like take a spoonful and put it in a very small bowl, add a pinch of this xanthan gum and then whisk it separately. I know that's a separate bowl. Okay. You caught me. But the reason why is you want to make like a little bit of a paste with it and then pinch and add it slowly back to your soup and stir, stir, stir. Otherwise you might get some weird clumping stuff going on. You don't want that. You want it to be a nice smooth blend and you want the desired thickness. You want to control the level of thickness. The first time I used it, I was like, ah, blah, you know, putting way too much in. And then I ended up with like a paste. My soup ended up like a paste, like an oatmeal. You don't want that. And then I had to add more water and then I got too much and then all the flavors got diluted. So take this pro tip of number five and do it in a small bowl. Use your whisk, make sure it's evenly blended and then add little bits at a time and give it a little, you know, give it a few minutes to really blend and, and uh, you know, become itself. You want to let it become the, the type of thickness and that you want. That way it's delicious to you. So isn't that fun? Did I tell you which onion had the lowest amount of carbs? Did I? Do you remember? And we were going to do the spinning. The green onion was the lowest. Who got that right? Did you? And I also want to spin the wheel for a prize because I'll pick someone randomly from the comments today that was participating 
anybody. If you want to win a prize, say it. Don't be shy. Be like, I want to win a prize. Please pick me. Like, get all up in it. You can talk as much as you want in the comments, and then I'll pick someone at random to win this prize right here. <gasps> oh, it's a DLK lunch pail. It's a dirty, lazy Kita lunch pail. I'm going to mail it right to you, to your house. Here it is. Do you want to win a dirty, lazy Kita lunch pail? Say, yes, I do. And put that in the comments and put it, be loud and proud because I'll pick some folks at random to send that to you out of my own little pocket and I'll send it right to your house. And that way you can have some fun and pack a lunch. Um, bottom line is folks, I don't want you to be afraid to experiment with cooking. You know, low carb keto friendly cooking is not that complicated. I think people get all stressed about the ratios. Oh, it has to be perfect. I gotta do this, I gotta do that. No, it doesn't. Doesn't have to be perfect. Just throw some stuff in a pot. It's gonna taste great if you add salt and fat. Guaranteed. And also refer to Extra Easy Keto for more quick and easy meal ideas. Okay, plus then you'll have less waste. All those like old tired vegetables in your fridge, you can bring them back to life. You can go shopping in your freezer, see what's going on in there and bring those frozen meats that you forgot about or leftover rotisserie chicken or leftover meats from the week. You can stretch out your meats, your proteins to feed more people in your family more often with these soups. It's easy to freeze the leftovers and enjoy on a future day. So I hope you enjoyed this discussion. Did you? I hope so. Please give me a gold star if you did. Tell me what tip you're going to try or what part you enjoyed the most because I, I, I get a kick out of that. And, you know, keep doing it. I, wanna, I want you to know, I'm leaning back here, that I'm here for you guys 24 hours a day. If it's not on YouTube, if it's not on Facebook, you can always go to Instagram at Dirty Lazy Keto, the Facebook premium support group. I'm here all the time, like 24-7. There are resources. You can even sign up for the newsletter at DirtyLazyKeto.com, and I'll send you your cheerleader. And I want to help you through every step of this to make it extra easy, super duper easy, extra easy to make it fun and entertaining. I'm always here to help you. So give yourself a round of applause. Give yourself a round of applause. I believe in you. And remember, the next video is going to be what? If you remember, the next video is kickstart the ketosis diet. Kickstart the ketosis diet. That's going to be linked up next so you can just binge watch. Okay, so good job. Yay! 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 Gold star to you. Gold star to me, everyone. We did it. Have a wonderful day. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, keto superstars.